Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Fighting Words on the Fighting Words News Network. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night of the week. We grateful appreciation for the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of police and fire services, 
the doctors, nurses, and first responders on the COVID side, and to the wonderful people in the supermarkets to keep those shelves stocked, especially when we're going to come into another pandemic. Uh, tonight's show is uh, going to be a full, it's a full show. Uh, we're appreciative for everybody that's going on with us. Again, uh, just to reiterate to, to uh, all our listeners, we really appreciate you. Uh, this, we started our 20th year uh, this year, and we couldn't do it without you, and especially the staff that we have. So I want to say, personally thank uh, Ty, uh, Zito, Bob, Caden, uh, Brady when he comes on, and uh, all the other guys, Sharon, for, for putting up with my stuff while I'm trying to get everything done. Um, we were, and Casey is our, our uh, executive vice president. So um, for, for everybody, uh, thank you very much for all your help. Well, did anybody uh, get a chance to look at that game in the last game? The uh, Browns game here? Z, did you? Yeah. I know you're tired. Yeah, I, I saw part of it. I saw uh, part of it. Um, I, I just saw uh, the Browns were, you know, they they had little problems defensively until, yeah, you know, they then they had problems offensively real fast, <laughs> and yeah. it yeah. didn't look good. For them. <laughs> yeah, real fast. I never said, you know, the first first quarter really was a good quarter. I thought we were going to have a good game. I never thought it'd be a blowout like this. What do you think, Bob? Uh, yeah, I don't really watch people that play with balls, sports. I just don't <laughs> tune in. Unless I, I mean, I don't get it and chase a bunch of balls around, you know. So, I mean, it's cool. And, and I'd like to write highlights of anything. You know, I, I've got utmost kudos okay. for any athletic talent of anybody doing it and the, and the efforts they put into it. I just, it's not my thing. Yeah, I, I also forgot to say at the beginning of the show, congratulations to Aaron Jaco, who was one of the founders of this program. Uh, he had two uh, Golden Gloves uh, kids fighting this afternoon, and both of them won. So uh, to Aaron and, and the uh, everybody uppercut Jim, congratulations. Uh, well, Z, what do you think about tonight? We got Betabev versus Kellyam Smith. Uh, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be real interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's going to be interesting because there's been a lot of, I mean, we've seen better be in, in his recent form and he's getting older. We know that. Yeah. Um, so when you get older, the last thing to leave you is the power. And he, right. he, he's one of the harder punchers in, in, in boxing today. And I always have to give him credit. People, you know, when you have a puncher, you expect them to be punching all the time. And Ben right. Biev is somebody you'll call an educated puncher, meaning he has <laughs> as a Olympic uh, Olympic pedigree. So I mean, he knows how to get his punches there, the hard punches. Right. He knows how to weather storms and uh, come back and be effective. He knows how to deal with outside slick boxers. He knows how to get, you know, get through defenses. He knows how to work your body to your head. So, I mean, the guy is, I mean, he's much, much more than a puncher. Um, so, I mean, that, that, first of all, I have to give him credit for that. Second of all, people forget mm-hmm. that better be is lost. Like the, the prime of his career was, you know, he lost the injury and promotional deals and dealings. 
Mm-hmm. So this guy, like he had, like he he is what he is now because he, you know, we, we, you think about him now, and you probably we probably should be thinking about him more along his prime was around the time Kovalev's prime was. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're getting we're not getting the best version of him. With that said, Callum Smith is a heck of a fighter. He's a heck of a fighter right. now. You know, we, 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 there's questions with uh, his fight with Rocky Fielding. I thought he edged it, but, you know, he didn't look his best for him. And against Canelo, he just didn't look like he wanted to put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, this is a fight where uh, if he didn't want to put it out there against Canelo, I'm not sure that he's just going to go and put it out there against even this version of Better Beer. Just because Better mm-hmm. Beer, I'm, I mean, he's a not, first of all, he's a natural 175 pounder, if not more. Um, and he, as I said, he's one of the hardest hitting guys in boxing. So, I mean, if Canelo, as good as he is, I mean, he, he's, he's, you know, Canelo is a sharper tool than Better Beer. Better Beer mm-hmm. is just more, more of a caveman hammer, but they both, you know, that knows how to use the tool. So, so I mean, right. I don't, it's hard for me to say, you know, to to really go for who would win. I, I mean, I'm a lean for a better beer, but I mean, as I say, the age and just the you know wear and tear with wars and stuff that that does play a big part into it. So sure. Yeah, he's got to get. Uh, you know, I see that uh, they're trying to hook him up with a, a bunch of other fights uh, after this, but he certainly has to get through this fight. And like you're saying, you know, you got a younger Callum Smith that uh, has really got some punching power behind him. Um, now, all of a sudden, you know, does his career come to a, a sudden, uh, let's say, disconnect, not a sudden halt, but a disconnect. Can he go further? Will he have anything left in the tank, do you think? Um, no. If he, if he loses to Callum Smith, uh, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't see, well, he's not going to go any further, uh, but, they they are there already talks of him and Bivol are already signed if he wins tonight. If he beats Callum Smith tonight, him and Bivol are basically essentially signed to fight. Um, I, I, and I would have to I'd have to I, I will have to see his performance if he wins. Uh, him and Bivol will be signed. I, sign, I, 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 I think they're signed to fight after this fight. Um, that's dangerous. I, I don't. I don't yeah, right. Like, yeah, if, if you know, um, if Better Beer wins, then him and Bivol are, are slated to fight. And I, I never like that. I never like when you have a guy in front of you and you sign him. I mean, you know you're going to fight somebody down the line anyway. But when you haven't fought, you have a fight in front of you. You haven't completed your fight, and you have another guy signed to fight. I, I don't. I've never been a fan of that. I, I mean, I, I, I've never been. You know, I mean, that that you know, I don't care what level you are, you have a human being in front of you who's trying to hurt you, and you tend not to want right. to lose concentration on that. So, um, but mm-hmm. that that's that's the talks. That if if uh, Better Biv wins tonight, that him and Bivol are already signed to go. Yeah, I saw that uh, this morning that they signed already signed a contract. Uh, for the fight. That's why I was asking. That's why I asked the question. Well, Bob, you got a big night tonight with uh, was it 
uh, Walker, I guess that right, but uh, Anakulev, is that how you pronounce it? <clears throat> Ankolev, I believe, or, or Ank- real close to it against Johnny Walker, yeah. Right. Okay, can you tell us about that? Um, yeah, so that's a, yeah, that's the main card for tonight. Sorry, I'm kind of coming with my notes. Um, Magnumov, Ankolev, 18-1, Phenom, working his way up the rankings, going against epic fighter Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker's great. Johnny Walker's a very uh, – I don't know what the word is for. Unorthodox, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Unorthodox style fighter, great stand-up, always got weird spinning punches and kicks and great stuff, you know. And Johnny Walker's like 21-7 and 0. Um He's he's iconic. I mean, we've got a lot of guys on the on the card tonight that um, are just true true warriors that have been around the game for a long time. And many of them, if I'm right, let me switch over screens here. Um, I believe they're uh, he's ranked third, and uh, Johnny Walker's seventh. Walker's looking to move up the ranks, but again, uh, many of kind of on his way to the top, looking for Alex Pereira. He's just a, a beast. Um, great mm-hmm. card tonight. You also got, let's see, Jim Miller against Gabriel Benavidez, which is going to be phenomenal. Jim Miller's been around for forever. Uh, another great fight. That'll be the co-main event. Um, Ricky Simone versus uh, Mario Bautista. Um, Phil Hawes, and I just saw Andre Orlowski, a, uh iconic warrior, uh, been around forever, just uh, got a loss to this up-and-comer, Waldo Cortez Acosta, who I think did a little too much showboating. Um, you know, he's from – where's he from? Switching. Uh, I lost it here. But um, <clears throat> anyway uh, – oh, yeah, here we go. <clears throat> so he's from uh, – Oh, Ecuador. Um, I'm sorry if I defeated. But anyway, um, going against Andre, Andre Orlovsky. I mean, Andre Orlovsky has been around since did his debut in two, uh, 2000. So that's over 20 years uh, in the fight scene. He's uh, almost turned 45 years old, 34-22-0, two no contest. Uh, although Carlos Acosta is 10-1, and one, now 10-11-1, and or, uh, 11 and one, working his way up, but um, it was a oh he's from the Dominican Republic. I apologize for that earlier, but anyway he got the decision at the end. Um, he was coming off a first round KO, big heavyweight guy. So great card tonight. Good. Good. Uh, Z, I see uh, Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk have finally signed their contract for two uh, seventeen. What's your thoughts? Um, it's about time. It's about time. He's a guy that uh, the um, the shadows are peeking on their careers, and if they don't do it soon, then it's this is going to look real bad. Like it's going to look bad. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've already uh, stated my piece that I think Tyson Fury is already peaked, and he's on the downhill. You know, he's on he's on the downhill side. Um, I think Usyk has already, but he's a little further up the mountain. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think that could I think that it could be the difference. Um, the Tyson Fury that we saw 
when he fought the first Deontay Wilder fight is the last that we, 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 we're really going to see of that guy, the outside boxing guy who beat Klitschko. We mm-hmm. haven't saw that Tyson Fury since. We saw a Tyson Fury who's used six foot nine, 275 plus pounds on everybody he's fought ever since then. The two times after mm-hmm. he's fought in Wilder, he's put his weight on him. He's brought the fight mm-hmm. to him and put his weight on him. The, the two, the, when he fought uh, Dylan White, the same thing. When he fought Derek Chisora, that like, was egregious to me because the referee just let that happen. That was just, You just don't let a guy. This is boxing. This is boxing. You don't let a guy just, just smother you and don't break him. And, and, and just let him keep doing every exchange. Like Tyson Fury would throw a punch and grab and lean, and 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 you just saw it just steadily wearing Chisora out. And that just, but mm-hmm. I mean that 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 um, the outside boxing Tyson Fury is gone. And I think that guy would have had more of a shot against Usyk than a guy who's trying to bring his weight and put it on. Usyk moves too much and too long. He'll move all fight long against somebody who's, I don't care how big you are. If you're bringing the fight to Usyk and trying to step with the pressure, then it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm picking Usyk to, uh, and, and, and I don't know if it's an upset or not, but I'm, I'm slightly leaning toward Usyk on that. Okay. I'll circle this on my uh, calendar. You know, I keep these, uh, I keep these books uh, for every show we have, so I'm surfing this and, uh, just in case I have to call uh, Tony's Bakery. <laughs> I've eaten there before. I've eaten there before. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a table reserved. <laughs> they just say it for he saves it for me. Yeah, yeah, standing reservation. Reservation. <laughs> Hey Bob, what what, what was the story with Amir uh, Bazi uh, dropping out of the uh, uh, Murano fight? Do you know? Uh, yeah. Apparently, he suffered an injury. Uh, he's got a withdrawal for that's uh, what UFC Mexico City coming up against uh, Brandon Royval, who will now or uh, sorry against Moreno, and then uh, Brandon Royval will now step in to face Moreno. So I haven't found out exactly what injury has kept him out, but that's apparently why. What's your thought on the uh, on the new match? Uh, you know, I, I, Moreno's been around for a long time. Moreno's a beast, so uh, I don't think uh, this Roy Ball. I mean, they're they're hyping him up. He's uh, let's see, he came off a loss to flyweight champ Ale- uh, Alexandre. Pantoja, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, at UFC 296 um, from a unanimous decision. So it'll be good. I mean, it'll be a great fight. I think he might be a little higher ranked than Moreno. So um, coming right off that, I mean, that's, you know, fighting back-to-back, month-to-month. He must not have been too hurt. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Lee? I know you follow that. Um, I don't follow it as much, but... uh... I'm going to allude to what uh, Bob said uh, at the end. Back-to-back fighting uh, in a month, um, people don't understand. There's a difference between sparring and fighting. 
you spar to build yourself up to fight. But fighting is damaging. Fighting is that is meant. You're fighting is meant to be damaging. <laughs> so yeah, it takes time to kind of recover and just to kind of heal. Uh, you could kind of equate it with, you know, being in a car accident. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just don't get over that. So, you, you, yeah, if you're going, like, back to, you know, after a month and taking another fight, then either you did some real quick and good damage early to the guy or you just didn't sustain any. Um. Hey, see, the uh, Vargas Brothers uh, opened a new gym in uh, Vegas. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I'm sorry. No, I don't. Uh, they're supposed to be training, uh, training a bunch of guys in there to uh, fight at, uh, at the casinos. Uh, there seems to be some kind of a uh, um, feeling that they, could, uh, they have a the, the corner on who will or will not fight out there. And that's why the uh, the gym in uh, uh, connection with uh, Steve Wynn, who just sold off a, a lot of properties out there. Uh, I guess he saw the uh, saw the light in the fact that uh, the place, uh, from what I'm told, uh, has deteriorated. The whole city has deteriorated, um, and visitors you know, are still there, but uh, they have lowered the uh, Hotel rates, uh, in some cases, to twenty nine dollars a night, and it's brought an element that uh, has never been there before. And um, the uh, MPO is having a hell of a PD rather is having a hell of a time just keeping uh, the streets safe out there. But uh, I'm not uh, I'm not too interested in it. Now Bob would like I mean, to go there because. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, if if you're going out, first of all, to go out Vegas dealing with boxing, uh, you have to know somebody. You have to know somebody. You have to be dealing with a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Hey, Bob. So uh, throw in a big upset. Oh, real quick, real quick, throwing a big yeah. upset out of fight. Phil Phil Hawes just took a a tremendous uh, nasty knee from Bruno Fiera, uh, flying knee. Oh. Bottom of the chin, uh, set up a nice combination, knocked him down to the ground, and got pretty much the TKO victory, the ref stoppage. Uh, it was pretty slick. So just throwing that in there. So now Bruno Fiera goes for 11 and 1, and Phil Hobbs goes for 12 6. So I think that one was an upset as well. All right. So what were you saying, Frank? Yeah, I was going to ask about uh, uh, Devison uh, Figueroa and uh, UFC. Uh, 300. They say it's a packed crowd. What's your thoughts on it? Oh, <clears throat> okay. So UFC 300. There is so much news about that. I mean, um, and I'm flipping my notes here. <clears throat> Give me a sec. Um, so that's with the Cody Carver or Garvin thing that's coming up. So, <clears throat> yeah, I guess. So, Cody Garbrandt gets his call out set for Fun Clash versus former champion. Um, that's kind of what I was reading earlier. So, <clears throat> Cody Garbrandt has gone through some tough goes since about two or, uh, back in uh, 2023. Um, 
has you know some injuries sidelined him in 2022. He's going through alpha male, um, but anyway, they they got the chance to lock them up um, for UFC 300, which is an amazingly stacked card. Even tonight, uh, Dana White has said to some of his fighters that uh, if they put on a good show tonight, they have a shot at getting on the card for uh, UFC 300. UFC 300 even talked about Khabib coming back. So UFC 300 is going to be a packed thing. So, And then uh, Figueroa is one of the all-time uh, – Devinson has always been known as one of the all-time greatest strikers, uh, phenomenal hard hitters, uh, and Cody Garbrandt <clears throat> coming off a, a, a recent win is going to be able to get that chance to go against him. So it's been booked, um, and that's going to be uh, a phenomenal fight to look forward to on that completely stacked card. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they were the way they were talking uh, in the rags this week that the that that card is going to be so loaded that uh, uh, it's what all April April twenty third. Is that what it was? It's sometime uh, in April. Have to look, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, they, so and the thing is, so they're, they're getting the chance because they've always been talking back and forth, and uh, there was a bigger went you know on a three year run of titles fights including the quadrilogy with Brandon Moreno. And, again, we're talking Moreno fighting and stuff. So these guys are, are epic fighters, uh, some of the best um, and for the 125, and now he's going up to, I think, 135 uh, uh, debut. So uh, our, our, our at the – yeah, he's already gone. That will be his new debut at 135, I believe. Will be uh, – mm-hmm. oh, no, he already did that against Rob Prom. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, Z, do you know anything about Earl Spence having to have uh, eye surgery? Well, uh, yeah, I know he's out of the Terrence Crawford fight. Uh, Earl Spence, um, he was in. Remember, uh, he was in a car. People, you know, he was in a car accident, a, a very terrible mm-hmm. car accident. Uh, Great. Two fights before the Terrence Crawford fight. Before Danny Garcia, right after, uh, well, not right after, but after he healed from the car accident, he fought Danny Garcia, and then he fought Adonis Ugas. Um, so, you know, we we had to see if he was durable enough after the car accident. Well, he had facial reconstructive surgery for the car accident. So you run into the right boxer, he's going to bring that back up on you. I mean, and that's just you know, he's going to bring those damages back up, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's what happened. Um, I think mm-hmm. that is a very good. I mean, that's a very good move for uh, Spence. I didn't like what it was you know what it was looking like going into that fight for him. Um, mm-hmm. Which which Spence the best? He's a heck of a fighter, um, but I mean, as far as Crawford goes, I think that you know you should leave him alone. Some fighters, mm-hmm. it doesn't take two or three times to you know to see them. It doesn't take two or three rounds to see them. It, it, they, once they have your deed, that's it. That's it. You leave mm-hmm. them alone. They, they're they're going to damage your face. And Spence is a tough man because he can. I mean, he, it it took a lot of hard, clean shots to to mm-hmm. for the referee to stop Spence. Spence wasn't going to stop on his own. Crawford mm-hmm. was going to stop him, or the ref was going to stop him. Uh, so, 
you know, we, we, we wish Spence the best. And, um, I mean, I don't know if he wants to retire. That would be good, you know, after all that you know, he's been through. He deserves to retire. But we'll see. Great. Right. Right. Hey, guys, we're joined by uh, the illustrious and lovely uh, baker of, uh, of renown, uh, Mr. Tony. Tony, how are you doing tonight? Tony is here. How are you guys doing? And Happy New Year. Hey, Happy Good. New Year. Tony. Good. Good. Tony, we were just talking a few minutes ago about uh, tonight. Uh, we've got Fedevidev uh, and uh, Callum Smith. Do you have any thoughts on that one? Uh, which Benavides? Is it the older or the younger one? Uh, the older one. Uh, not David, but the the, the brother? Oh, yeah. no, better uh, BF. No, Archer better BF against no, Callum Archer, Smith. Archer better Ah, okay. Um, ooh, that's going to be a good fight. And definitely going to be a good fight. I, I haven't kept up with that. I've been a little under the weather for a couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Benavides... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down Benavides' um, avenue. That last fight that I saw him, and he was just immaculate. I mean, that guy is. I think he's just starting to peak now. And um, throw my eggs in that basket for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've already talked about uh, firing up your oven there. But uh, one other person's already put uh, a stake on this one. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that one. Um, yeah. Hey, Bob, um, Izzy uh, Andesani is talking about returning on the uh, UFC 300. Did you hear anything about that? Um, they're talking about it. He's so, he's supposed to sit cage side at UFC 297 just for promotional purposes. So uh, that very well could be uh, the case. Uh-huh. Right. Get him back in the limelight, get people talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tony, uh, Julio Cesar, Cesar, Cesar Chavez uh, was arrested this week with uh, an assault rifle. Uh, what do you think that will do to his, uh, whatever he's got left uh, of his career? Uh, if he's got anything left, if anything, it just promoted him. I mean, you know, now everybody's going to know who he is that didn't know him. So, and he's, you know, I just, I kind of caught a little bit of that uh, yesterday, the day before, and I didn't know exactly what it was. Just heard he went to jail. But, um, yeah, everybody's going to know who he is now, that's for sure. So I don't know how much he's yeah. got left in the tank, but uh, he's still pretty bad. Let's go to our Texas expert. Uh, Steve, what's your thoughts? Uh, I, I agree with everything Coney said. Uh, th- 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 just to add on, um, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing left for for Travis Travis Junior. There's nothing left uh, outside of him. Maybe getting a couple dollars fighting in Mexico or, or out on the West Coast, and that's just not a lot of money. He's really done with like boxing, and I haven't heard anything about him doing anything uh, promotional or outside the ring. So yeah, this, I mean, he's not doing anything with boxing, and this, so it would be bad for that. This is just life bad. It's just you know, life. So wish him the best too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
If you can't get any kind of promotions out there and get somebody to look at you, just grab an AR and you'll be good to go. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> or swat somebody. <laughs> you bet, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Holy hostage, uh, Bob. Um, it's, I don't need to touch anybody. I could put somebody in the hospital with my with my verbs. I'll hurt their feelings, <laughs> and they'll go crying right to the hospital. What? Uh, any news on Polly Acosta? At two eighty eight, Bob. At two eighty eight. Sorry, I'm having a hard time hearing you now. Um, USC two eighty eight. Yeah, I don't got nothing on that one. I'm sorry. They were just uh, uh, worrying whether he's going to uh, get removed right here. Oh, they weren't sure whether he was going to be available this year uh, since he screwed up in uh, 288. Um, Bob? Yeah, uh, Ryan Garcia against uh, Rolly Romero. Can it happen? Will it happen? And if it does, what's the outcome? Oh, it's hard to go anything against Rolly Romero. You know what I mean? He's a beast. But the Ryan Garcia, um, uh, I don't, I, I don't know if it'll happen. You know, there's a lot of talk. Um, I'd like to see it. That'd be great. Um, Garcia is a specimen, so uh, I just I, I can't go either side on that. I just I I really like Yule. Okay, Tony. I that's a good one there. I'm gonna lean on uh, Ryan Garcia. Or, I'm sorry, Garcia on that one. Um, Raleigh got a big mouth and he didn't back it last time. Um, Mm-hmm. Mentally, I think that hurt him because I don't. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think he's done anything since that fight. Maybe one, and uh, with all that mouth that he had in that one fight, he um, he didn't back it up at all. And you know, one shot from Ryan Garcia, if he lands that liver shot, that was it. The left hook he's got, it's over. He, that that boy's not gonna be able to tolerate that shot. Yeah. What do you think, Zeke? Yeah, um, I think Raleigh will make it interesting until R- Raleigh's the kind of guy who, who's going. He's he's a live wire. He, he and he's a guy who's more of a fighter than than a, a refined boxer. And those guys, you know, they they can be difficult. Those are the guys that are all over you. That you hit them, they don't go anywhere. They, they keep doing what they want to do. But those are the guys who get caught. Um, with, with and with, you know, with Raleigh. Raleigh's the guy who's going to get caught, and that's what uh-huh. you don't want to do with Ryan Garcia. With Ryan Garcia, you don't you get caught with certain things, except for the left hook. And Raleigh's not going to be able to avoid the left hook. Sort of like fighting uh, Deontay Wilder for the most part. Um, if you can't avoid the right hand, you're not going to win. You're, you're not going to last. 
And that's that's uh-huh. Brian Garcia. Raleigh doesn't have right. the the acclimate or the, the the acuteness to go and pick Ryan Garcia apart. He's not patient enough. Raleigh's not mm-hmm. a patient fighter. He's trying to get at you. So that's that mm-hmm. doesn't play well for him fighting Ryan Garcia, who's actually more patient than Raleigh. And Ryan's not the most mm-hmm. patient fighter. So that that I think that's a, first of all it's a bad style and a bad mentality matchup for Raleigh. But it, I mean. As far as the hype's concerned, anybody that Ryan Garcia is going to see right now is going to generate numbers. Ryan Garcia, for some reason, is the hottest thing around 140 right now, around 135, 140. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as the generating numbers, and to me, he's probably, like, as far as the top guys, the worst top guy. Not not and that's no disservice to him. I just think there are better guys than him and he's generating the most numbers. So as far as popularity and money's concerned, it's almost like he has a, he has a lock on that right now, as far as the lighter guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bob, what do you think about uh, Marlon Vieira and, and uh Sean O'Malley for uh USC two ninety nine? You're on mute again. Yep, sure was. Okay, just wrapped <laughs> off on you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, Jenny, but I can lift heavy things. I know what love <laughs> is. All right. So, uh, so my, it was kind of going on what he was saying earlier about having a, a fight booked when you're going against another fight. Because both those guys, uh, Sean O'Malley is going against Marlon Vera because they had a run in uh, back in the, the day. Um, anyway, so, and, and they're going to fight. But both of them are calling out their next opponents. Like, they're coming off the win. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so O'Malley will be defending his first, you know, uh, UFC Bantamweight title at 299. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, then he's rematching with Vera. They met back in UFC 252, August of 2020. Um, mm-hmm. O'Malley ended up injuring his leg, so he disputes this uh, the the decision since then. But uh, um, Vera ended up coming away with the the TKO victory. So, um, mm-hmm. but anyway, they're both calling out people uh, each after their fight. Uh, I think what uh, Vera. Plans out or plans on calling out Corey Sanhagen, and O'Malley plans on calling out. Shoot, I can't remember where I put it. Uh, calling out Ilya Tupura or whatever. So, um, but anyway, so they should just focus on the fight ahead of them. Like as we said before, there's another man right in front of you. They both came off a you know a, a fight. They that's one good thing about fighting a guy again. Uh, is you kind of you can kind of know what to a little bit expect. Now, if they change their game on you, good, dang good offense. But a lot of people don't. They're they're kind of stuck in a style. So it's a good mm-hmm. to adjust. And, and if O'Malley had you know thought he was winning the first fight and then due to a leg injury, so uh, we'll see who comes up on top and see if uh, Sugar Shane can defend his title or if Vera goes on to take it. Mm-hmm. See. Um, I concur with Bob. I, I subside to Bob. I just know that uh, I, I don't know if, if anybody wants to see Corey Sandhagen like that. 
uh, I, I know that, but, and that's what that's what uh, even uh, Vera sa- uh, says. He goes, uh, his quote was, "It's not my fault that no one gives a f about him. He wants him because he came off a loss from him from before. So it would be it would be Sanhagen. Like he'd be pulling Sanhagen up from the rankings if that happened." Okay. You know, when you when you're sitting on top, you get to pick the people. Yeah, absolutely. Bob, I know we're going to get asked questions because we get questions at the end of every uh, program. But uh, Deplessis was asked by the UFC if they wanted to, to wanted him to char- uh, bring charges against Strickland after their last fight. Did you want to explain that to everybody? Yeah, well, because they had. Uh, um, Strickland, they got in a fight uh, in the crowd at UFC 296, and Strickland ended up hitting uh, Duplessis. And so um, the UFC did a big apology and um, came at uh, uh, Duplessis and asked him, and Duplessis was quoted and saying, I know Dana came to me and said, listen, this is the case. We're really sorry about this. Obviously, the police had him in charges and can be pressed because that's assault, the outside professional area. Um, but they didn't try to convince him otherwise. They literally said it was still, like, uncalled for. They were completely understand if they wanted to press charges. And Duplessis was uh, quoted as saying, no, 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 please no. We're two fighters. It was a good old scrap. Uh, we, you know, back like we did before we became professionals. So he really downplayed it. Um, and then uh, he, would, he said, Duplessis even said he would take the blame even if it would make sure it would go away and nothing happens to him. So Duplessis is really taking the high road. Uh, and uh, Strickland, you know, in my opinion, if you're going to go out and scrap a, an uppercomer in the, in the audience, there might be a little fear involved. So we'll see. Yeah. Good old boring John Strickland and what happens with them. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony, what do you think of Tiafuno Lopez uh, versus Terrence uh, Crawford coming up? Whoa, that's going to be a one hell of a fight. But as much as I really am not a huge Terrence Crawford fan, the way he's been fighting lately, I don't think Teal is going to be able to pull it off. Uh, Crawford right mm-hmm. now is top dog in the in his division. I mean, there's nobody's going to touch him for a while. I don't think after uh, uh, with Errol Spence, I you know I had my my eggs on Errol Spence. He didn't win it. And with him losing that one, I don't think anybody's going to beat Crawford in that soon. What's your thoughts, Zeke? Yeah, yeah there, there are talks about it. Uh, I don't think it's as serious as people think. First of all, Terrafimo Lopez is 140 pounds. Um, and mm-hmm. it's yet to even be seen is if he's the best 140-pounder. Uh, we don't know if he can make – uh, keep making 140 pounds, so that's why there's talk about it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, right now, Serafimo Lopez is too light for Terrence Crawford, too inexperienced. Like, that is not a fight that you just move up to when, when you're not that old. He's like, Serafimo Lopez isn't old in his career. So just to move uh-huh. up to welterweight and fight the main guy, I mean, yeah, it's always a money grab, but it does, like, as far as advancing your career, it, it, you know, you're putting the ship stakes on your career when you do that. Because when when you go up like that and you face that guy and 
you get blown out the water, then you fall that much further down the mountain, and it's that hard, much harder to come back up. Mm-hmm. Especially, man, you know. So, yeah, as far as that's concerned, yeah, that's the that's what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say, "I want the main guy, you know, closest to my weight. I want the guy that they're talking about." Unfortunately, if I were Tiro Fimo Lopez, I would be screaming Ryan Garcia's name because Terrence Crawford mm-hmm. generates. He he doesn't. I mean, as great of a fighter as he is, he doesn't generate any money, any pay per view buy. So mm-hmm. I mean, that, it, you know, to call him out, yeah, that's a that's a you know um, that's a boxing man. That's a man's move. But as far as a financial move, that is not that that's nowhere in the near direction of a financial or a good career advancement move. So it's just I, I, I you know it's just I guess to keep the name relevant to keep him you know out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Bob. What do you think about? The, I'm sorry, uh, Tony. What do you think about uh, Jaime Mangoya versus? Uh, uh, John Ryder. Uh, that's in two weeks. Who, who is the first one? Jaime Mangoya. Oh, Jaime. You know, I, I think I said it a couple weeks ago when we were talking about him. He, he impressed me when he first came out, and I was like, holy shit, this guy is huge, and he's like a knuckle dragger, and you know, he's going to beat everybody up, and he just sat there and smiled at everybody. <laughs> he was beating on them. And, but as each fight kept going after that, it was less and less interesting, and he didn't exhibit anything. It, to me, he didn't learn anything. Um, John Ryder somewhat impressed me. I, I wasn't a big John Ryder guy. I'm still not a huge John Ryder guy, but I think that he actually – I don't think he'll knock him out, but I think he'll beat him on points. I think that's what's probably going to happen. Uh-huh. Okay. The, um, uh, uh, Z, what's your thoughts on that? First of all, the perfect, perfect description of Heim, uh, young Jaime Mangia is a knuckle dragger. I mean, that, that's exactly what he was. Um, and he 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 seemed to almost stay a knuckle dragger, and he, he, I mean that doesn't work well for you when you're not young anymore and don't have that pride not carrying spring in you. Um, John Ryder is a guy who he's very basic and works hard. He's, he's big, he's basic, and he works hard. Um, Jaime Munguia has survived off of talent a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also failed off of talent a few times. This is a fight mm-hmm. to where he can win it off of talent or he can just get outworked and I mean he could he could he he could look somewhat good. He could look some you know. Jaime could look good in spot in moments which he does do. But especially when he lets his fist go confidently and he can get to John Ryder. The problem is mm-hmm. Jaime, his, this right now, his work isn't good enough that I think he could get John Ryder out of there. And if he doesn't get John Ryder out of there, I don't know if he can win a decision. Just because John Ryder's going to work all fight long, to, to, you know, he's going to work all fight long. And I just don't know if Jaime could, could be consistent like that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Okay. All right, let me ask you about uh, two tonight. Uh, they're under cards. One's uh, James Maloney versus uh, Saul Sanchez. Do you have anything on that one? Uh, I'm sorry. No, I don't. Okay. Tony, do you know either one of these guys? Honestly, no. I, I really don't. I haven't kept up on those two. Okay. And the the last one we have for tonight would be uh, Virgil Ortiz versus uh, Lawson. Um, what's your thoughts on, on that one, Zeke? Yeah, um, Virgil Ortiz is um, he, he's up and coming. Every, uh, everybody knows he's uh, the young guy in the welterweight that's supposed to be the, the new star. Um, and Lawson's mm-hmm. supposed to be sort of a set-up fight for him. Um, I expect it to kind of be like that. I, I expect it to be more of a set-up fight than Henderson. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that uh, that brings us to the end of my my script here. Uh, guys, I want to thank you again for everything. Uh, again, going into our 20th year, we never thought, uh, Bob never thought this would get uh, more than uh, a year, and then uh, we just flourished since we were on, uh, on blog talk. And, uh, I appreciate everything, and you know, we do this week. We we honor them every week uh, uh, at, with our roll call. Um, other officers who died in line of duty, but uh, we're um, we're so proud that we we uh, have you guys on board, and uh, especially Ty and, and Zito and Bob and Tony and Caden. Uh, it's uh, it really makes a, an enjoyable week uh, for me. It gives me a chance to sit down and talk to good friends that got the same thing that we have interest in and uh, keeps a, a good friendship going for a long time. I mean, Zito, we're, we're friends now for over 50 years. Um, and uh, Wow. I, I, I always have a soft, uh, soft uh, uh, spot in my heart for you and your family. And, uh, Thank you've you done so, you know, you've done, you've gone so far and you've done so much and here you are the kids that are actually college graduates that uh, would make a certain group of uh, people down at Fort uh, uh, Fifth and uh, uh, Union there uh, kind of upset, but uh, uh, that's what they couldn't uh, they couldn't see through the forest or the tree. Uh, <laughs> um, we got that together. But, uh, all right, guys. Uh, Tony, want to lead us out? Yeah, I'm sorry I was late tonight. It's been a, a hectic start of the new year i'm running around all over the place trying to get better had a little bit of that uh that whooping cough that's going around here in the u.s like crazy um i just want to thank you guys for having me on especially the 20th year i love being with you guys on the air and going at it i love eating sandwiches from time to time and uh <laughs> just have a good time it's uh it's always fun and and it's just uh the blast to be on and an honor for the law enforcement, fire, and, and military people too. So, but uh, thank you. Yep. I appreciate you having me again for the twentieth. Bob. Well, again, happy New Year to all our friends and family. To you guys, uh, but Z and uh, Tony, just and uh, all of our other fighting uh, words guys, um, Zito and Ty and, uh, and and Caden. Um, so happy new year to everyone. Uh, God bless our first responders, everyone that keeps us safe, uh, to our fighting words, family and friends, keep those eyes up, chin down and, 
God bless. Bob, I meant to ask you, uh, I know there's a devastation out there with uh, high tides and flooding. Are you guys okay out there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was more okay. up north. You know, and, yeah, San um, Diego, we looked pretty good. Okay. Zeke? Um, I want to thank you guys. Another wonderful show. Uh, I want to thank Bob. I want to thank Tony. I want to thank you, Butch, all of my Fighting Words family. Uh, these shows are definitely in memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. And if anybody wants to hear any fighting words, please do call. Again, I want to thank uh, our listeners, our staff, everybody for uh, a wonderful uh, 19 full years. and looking for another 19 more to come. Uh, as long as uh, as long as I'm breathing, this uh, this show will continue. And after that, it'll be uh, Caden running the show, uh, one of my other grandsons. Uh, we're going to keep this thing going as long as we possibly can. Um, this is for ladies and gentlemen. These programs are brought to you each and every night of the week. In grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the women of police and fire services, the ladies and men, the doctors, nurses at the hospital, the first responders, and also those wonderful people in this supermarket to keep the uh, the cell stock, especially when we're coming into time of needs with hurricanes and fires and everything else. So. Uh, please accept our thanks. Uh, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcutt, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Fagenger, Detective Ricky Childers, Detective Randy Bell, San Diego Officer Mike Hendler, uh, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, yeah, Patrolman Charlie Connett, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Keith Point Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant J- uh, Chris Levake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Uh, Deputy, uh, I'm sorry, Patrolman and Officer Crispin, Lakeland PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Fire, Nassau County Sheriff's Department. Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Sleet, Wellington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry, Jerry Pikus, uh, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Artith Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogo, Longbow Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Deputy Mike Cargrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Blaine Lane and Deputy Chris Myers, Polk County Sheriff's Department. Sergeant uh, Christopher Fitzgerald, Philadelphia Sheriff's Department, and Philadelphia uh, Temple University Police Department. And uh, Sergeant, uh, I'm sorry, Raul Martinez of the Philadelphia Airport Police. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, sometime we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Till the time when the roads raise up to meet you, may the winds fall. May the winds be always at your back. May the rain fall softly on your fields and the sunshine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the hollow of his hands. Good night, God bless, and have a great week.